In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you three steps to finding really, really good keywords that you can get ranked on Google very, very easily. So if you're interested in driving targeted traffic to your website, well, you're going to want to stick around because that's what I'm going to cover in this episode. Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 819. And yes, like I said, today, what I'm going to be breaking down for you is the three-step process to find keywords that will drive targeted visitors, targeted traffic back to your website. And I'm going to show you how you can do it so your chances of ranking become really, really good. All right. So with that all being said, let's talk about this for a minute. All right. Why would you want to drive targeted traffic to your website? Well, if we get people to come to our website, a few really cool things happen. And this is exactly what we've been doing here over the past six months in two new brands, and it's going really, really well. And then there's another brand that we've been building for just about three years, and that one there is getting over 180,000 to 200,000 sessions per month, all right? And the thing is, when you have those types of people coming to your website, we know that they got there from a search if they search for something that's related to what you have to offer in your market, you've got a better chance of you either selling another product of yours or maybe an affiliate offer of yours, or maybe it's just them showing up and you have ad units displaying on your blog and you're getting paid there, or maybe you have your own products, or maybe you're building your email list, or there's a lot of things, okay? So again, I wanna break this down because it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be complicated. And this is something that we've been testing here in a few different brands, like I said, and also people inside of Brand Creators Academy have as well. I've got one lady that I did a little bit of a deep dive and we did a little keyword research following this process and we were able to find a keyword. I found it probably in less than five or 10 minutes. And from there, I said to her, I go, you know, I would be very interested if you would just create a blog content, piece of blog content on that, a written piece of content, an article, and you would just elaborate on that and see if we can get you to rank. And within probably three to four weeks, she was ranking, all right? And she was getting traffic from that keyword. Now, it doesn't get thousands of searches, it might get a few hundred, but I've talked about this before. It doesn't really matter if you're getting thousands or if you're getting a few hundred. If it's the right traffic, all right, that right there is something that is so valuable to your business and also to advertisers that could possibly advertise on your site because it's targeted, right? And so don't don't think to yourself, you have to hit thousands. In the beginning, we want to go after these smaller ones, and then this way here, we can build off of that. And the other thing is, once you start to get content ranking in Google, you're going to also start to see other keywords that are driving traffic to your website that you didn't even plan on, right? There's keywords that you went after like this one keyword, and you're getting, I don't know, let's say... Maybe you're getting 100 searches from that, but there's another keyword that you're getting 700, and then there's another keyword that's just a little bit different that you're getting maybe 1,000, maybe 1,200, and that one article now, if you were just to look at it from that one keyword, you wouldn't be as excited in the beginning, but then you start to see 
all of the other little ones that are leading people over from that one piece of content. So always keep that in mind, all right? Now, this is something that we cover inside of our Brand Creators Academy, but it's also what I cover inside of Brand Creators, the playbook. If you are interested in grabbing a copy, you can head over to brandcreatorsbook.com. Again, that's brandcreatorsbook.com. And what that will do is it will walk you through this entire process for finding keywords, but then also really validating if you should be writing content or producing content around this part of your market. All right. So definitely make sure you check that out if you haven't done so already. All right. So with that all being said, let's just kind of dig in. The first thing that we need to also understand is we are creating our home base. What is a home base? Well, if you're new to the show, you might not know it's your website. All right. It's your blog, a blog, a website. It's basically the same thing. It's it's our, it's our place that we call our home, all right? And no one can take that away from us, by the way. That's ours, okay? Just like our email list. That's why we talk about building an email list. That's ours. We get to use that, right? So our home base is where everything resides, all right? So if you don't have one of them, you want to consider having one. If you're just building content on YouTube, be careful because YouTube can, can take your legs out, right? If you're building a, a business only on Amazon, that channel, be careful, they can take you out. eBay, Etsy, any channel dependent, your home base pretty much as long as you don't do something really crazy and black hat, all right, you're going to be okay. And it's something that you own. You own that content. You own those assets. That's your real estate, okay? Don't forget that, all right? So the home base, really, really important, okay? So the three steps are this, all right? Number one is we need to use Google to tell us what are some things that we could be producing and creating in our market that's going to lead the right people back to us, right? So a simple thing to do is to go to Google, go to the little search bar and type in your keyword or something that's related. So again, if we're talking about bass fishing, it would be bass fishing and then let it autofill. It might be bass fishing in a pond, bass fishing rods. And then it might even it might even say bass fishing rods 2020, right? So it's going to give you all of these top keywords that they're giving you, okay? Now, the other thing to do, once you once you arrive there, we don't really want to we only we don't want to look at the shorter keywords at this time. We want to go after what they call the long tail. Something that's either 3, 4, even 6 words long is going to be easier cuz there's less competition necessarily for that, okay? So again, it might be uh, how to catch bass in a pond. That's a long tail versus catch bass, right? Or bass fishing, right? Those are so generic and it doesn't really target specifically. It also could be, let's say that you're creating some content that you want to drive people over to a product-based post. And again, we talk all about this. I've talked about this on the podcast and I've also talked about it in the playbook is where we want to create these content buckets. So it's for us, it's questions. We want to answer questions. We also want to answer some how-tos and, and some facts about the market. And then we want to also have a product-based bucket. So that would look like best fishing rod, best bass fishing rods 2020, best bass fishing rods uh, for lake, right? Like something like that. And again, all we're doing is we're using Google to tell us that. 
Now, once we find something, we can then click on it and let it actually fill in and then give us the results. Now, in the results right below, there's a little snippet there. You'll also see um, other questions that people asked right below that. So it might say like, you know, um, uh, others searched for this or questions related to this. And then from there, I don't know the actual wording of what it says off the top of my head, but it's something like that. So as you scroll down, you'll see that it's a block. And then you can also say, show more, and then it'll show you more. And these are all questions that are related to your long tail keyword that you put in that are going to be relevant to your market. All right. So this is something anyone can do. It's free. You don't, all it is, is going to be a little bit of your time. And actually in the last episode, 818, I talked about prioritizing your time. So if you didn't listen to that episode or watch that episode, make sure you go back and listen or watch that episode because it'll help you uh, with really breaking down the process, but also breaking down your day and your week so you get more done. All right. So this could be part of that. So again, number two in this process I like to start with questions. The cool thing with questions, and that's why I want to start with questions, is a lot of times they're easy to answer, and a lot of people are searching for a question, all right? So if someone is searching for a question, I can answer that question in a blog post that's 1,500 to 2,000 words, and then it's a good size post, and it's easy to write. Now, if I don't write it, a lot of people say, well, Scott, what if you don't want to write? We won't get into that here. I've done that in the past and I'll do probably future episodes as well. And it's in the playbook. You can hire people to do it. It's not that hard. So that shouldn't be a, uh, you know, a, an issue for you. You should be able to get around that. But you always, for me, I always encourage people to start with questions, okay? Now, a good way to get questions and see what other questions come up from this is another very, very useful tool and it's free Actually, they have a free version and a paid version. I've only used the free version. I think it gives you three or four searches a day, something like that. But when you put in your keyword, let's say it is bass fishing, okay, you're going to type it into this little search field. And the name of the tool is answer the public. Again, that's answerthepublic.com. And basically what you'll do here is you'll put in bass fishing and it'll start to add all these, all these prefixes to the keyword. So it'll be like how, why, can, uh, you know, two, like all of these different prefixes. And this will give you a whole bunch of different questions that you might not have thought of and that you don't have to think of. So it basically spits them all out for you. All right. So again, just to recap so far, number one, we want to do a Google search. We want to get familiar with what are some questions, what are some how to's and what are some products that people are searching for. But I would start with the questions. All right. Number two, go over to answer the public and type in your keyword that you want to go after. And I would keep this a more broad type of keyword versus you going long tail. Long tail is okay, but we want to actually allow it to give us long tail. So always start with something like bass fishing uh, or something like that, or uh, maybe scuba diving, right? Like that would be a, a more long, or I'm sorry, a shorter keyword that would then turn into long tail keywords. All right. So now moving on into this third part is we're going to use another free tool. And this one here is called Uber suggest, which I've talked about it before. Uh, Neil Patel who created this tool, brilliant, by the way, he bought the tool and then made it better. And it's really, um, a tool that was free for the longest time and it's still free, but there's some paid features and he developed it to, uh, to really help people find keywords, but then also have people reach out and hire his agency. So it's brilliant, but it's a great tool. All right. So what we do here is we can now 
take our keyword or some of the ideas that we're looking at and we can start to get an idea if it's getting any search traffic. Now, I would not make my decision based on if it only gets 20 searches a month and you say, ah, it doesn't get a lot. I've written a lot of posts with only 20 that now get hundreds, if not thousands. Okay. So don't let that, uh, you know, make your, uh, you know, your final decision. Okay. Now, if you can find some keywords that show in Uber suggest that it does have some search traffic, then yeah, you might want to start with them, but you also want to look at how competitive they are. And we're going to talk about that here in this next step, because it's important that we do this. All right. So again, we want to go to Uber Suggest, and I'll link everything up here in the show notes, by the way. You can go to theamazingseller.com forward slash 819, or if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll drop them in the description, all right? So Uber Suggest, we go there, we type in our keyword, okay, and or one that we're, we're looking at and seeing how much search does it have, okay? And now what we want to do is we want to look at the domain score of the pages that are ranking, so what this will do is it will show us, okay, um, let's see, uh, how to catch bass in a pond. Let's just use that one. Let's say I look at that keyword. Let's say that it gets, uh, I don't know, a few hundred searches. And I'm like, I would really like to write that, but I don't know if I'm going to rank because there could be a lot of other websites that have written on this that are really high domain authority. And what that basically means, just to let you know if you're not familiar with that, is if a site has, number one, Age, if it's if it's older, meaning it's been around a little while, it's trusted by Google. That's one factor. The other factor is the content that's on the site, how much, but then also other links that are coming to or that are pointing to the site, that gives it site authority. Now there's other factors into it, but all I'm all I'm doing here is I'm looking at uh, domains that are or websites that are 30 or less at this point. Now can I compete with a, a site that has 50? Yes, and I've done it, right? But this is just something that you can look at to kind of narrow it down and give you a better understanding, okay? So we're looking at a domain score of 30 or less. And again, it shows you this inside of Ubersuggest, okay? Now, the other thing that we're looking at is are there other blogs or other forums or other types of sites that are ranking without having a high domain score, okay, and are they not like major brands? So what I'm really looking at here is I'm looking at domain score because that's going to give me an idea, but I'm not limiting myself to that as well. I'm really looking for one or two outliers. What, what sites there are ranking in the top 10, okay, that don't have a domain score above 30, okay, and they probably don't have a lot of links. That was my next thing. So let's talk about backlinks real quick. A backlink coming to a website is really a vote in a sense in Google's eyes. So if you go there in the top page and you see that, or I'm sorry, the page that has all the results and you see that every blog on there has, you know, 50 backlinks pointing to their, to their site. And they're all, you know, a 50, uh, as far as the domain goes, I would probably not start there. Does that mean I would never write that piece of content? No, as I build my own authority, I can, but in the beginning we want to go after more like low hanging fruit. Okay, so I'm going to look at the outliers. Do I find one or two or even three websites that are ranking, even though there's other ones that are above a 30, that's okay, but they have maybe zero backlinks or maybe they have one backlink. Okay, so those are some signs or some, you know, some different things that I look at that will make me and really help me determine if I should go after those keywords. But I got to be honest, in the beginning, 
I don't really do too much of what I'm saying here as far as if it, if a keyword makes sense to be published on my website because it's going to help the, the user, I'm going to write it no matter what. And I think in the beginning, if you're, if you're starting to get to the point where you're like, you're feeling like you're overanalyzing, you're overcomplicating things because you're looking at all of these different numbers and metrics, I would say pause that and just slide it to the side and pick five articles that you know that your market is searching for and that they would find useful. This way, it will at least give you some content that resides on your website. It'll also help you uh, as far as content creation goes. So I'm looking at this here of what I'm saying to not necessarily be in the beginning, but more of, uh, of after you kind of get up and running, right? So the two blogs that we're building inside of Brand Creators Academy, both of those I didn't really look too much at uh, site authority or backlinks, okay? Now, did I look at it to see how old the site was? Maybe a little bit there. Or I might have said, oh, okay, there is a site here that's ranking that doesn't have a high authority, but there's nine others that do. I still would go for it, and I did. And we've still ranked. We've outranked some really high authoritative sites. So this here is more about... Once you get up and running, or if you wanted to go through this process just a little bit so you can have a better idea and a better chance of ranking, then do it. If you are already publishing content, I would get more strategic now, right? So again, I shared this a few episodes back, probably four or five episodes back. I can't remember the exact episode number, but I was talking about after we published over 50 articles on our website, that's where I said, okay, now I'm going to get more strategic. Now I'm going to start going through more of this process and I'm going to start finding those other keywords that I know I can rank for almost a hundred percent. Okay. And then I built out what I call the content tree. And what that basically is, is one pillar post in a sense, that's a little bit longer, 3000, 5,000 words. And then from there, I have all of these supporting articles that point to that article. Okay, again, I don't want to get too, uh, too much into the weeds here, but I do want you to understand that there will come a time that you want to get more strategic with the numbers, but I never want to throw this at you if you're, you're sitting there thinking to yourself, I have to make sure that all of these things check or I'm not going to be able to create content. No, I would say just start, right? Just take action as I always say, all right? So little side note here, okay? Don't worry in the beginning about the search volume numbers. And the reason why I'm coming back to that one more time, and I have a little note here to remind me to remind you, is because I have created, okay, uh, articles that have zero searches according to Uber Suggest, but those are getting searches right now. So I also know from our own data that if you look at how much traffic a website is getting in Uber Suggest, it's always, almost always 20 and sometimes 40% lower than what it actually is. And I'll give you another example. We have a a website, which I talked about, and it's about three years old. That one's getting 180,000 to 200,000 searches per month, or I'm sorry, sessions per month, okay? Organic is over 50,000. Organic meaning people are searching, using a keyword, finding the website through Google, okay? 50,000, anywhere from 40 to 50,000. Okay, that's that traffic side, right? In Uber Suggest, it says we're only getting seven to 8,000. So that's dramatically, dramatically off, okay? So we, that's why we don't want to bank our, our, uh, you know, our, our decisions 
on that right there. We do not want to do that. Okay. So again, just, just kind of relaying that back to you. Don't look at those numbers like, Oh, I'm not going to write it because it doesn't have any search volume. You can't trust that a hundred percent. All right. All right. So the next thing that I want to talk about here is some basic SEO principles. So once we go through this process, okay, we go into Google, we start exploring keywords, we take a few of those ideas, we want to elaborate on those a little bit, or we want to get more ideas, we bring it over to answer the public, we get some more ideas, we're starting with questions, and then we're going to bring that into Uber Suggest and just get a feel. We're just going to get a feel, right? And if we want to go a little bit a little bit more strategic, we can, and if we do, that's where I would look at domain authority, 30 or less, are there blogs or forums or types, you know, type of content out there that is not necessarily like huge, huge websites that are getting millions, you know, I'm looking for more of the outlier. Um, and then backlinks, we look at that a little bit to go, oh, this site is ranking and it only has one backlink or it has zero backlinks. That would just give me an indicator that it's probably going to be easy to rank. And then I would look at their content. I'd see how long it is. I'd see how well it's written. And I would do a little bit of, of, uh, exploring there. All right. So let's get into, now that we have all this, we say, okay, we're going to write an article. I want this thing to have its best chance of ranking in Google. The first thing is, whatever your title is, whatever your keyword is, your long tail, make it the exact keyword or the long tail in your post, okay? Because like anything, whether it's Amazon, whether it's eBay, whether it's Etsy, a search engine, whether it's a you know an e-commerce search engine or a content search engine, the title is always going to be weighted the most. So always try to make that the front of the title of your blog post or your website post, okay? This here is going to tell Google what it is exactly about, okay? Now, you may also, one little one little side tip here, one little, it's actually a, a little bit of a ninja tip here. If you look at the articles and the content that is already ranking, and if you find that that keyword is not the exact match in their content, that's actually a good sign for you because if you write a piece of content and you match that exactly, there's a good chance that you're going to outrank them as long as your SEO and stuff is in place uh, because what Google's doing is it's trying to find its closest match. So if there's not a match out there that matches that exactly yet, then they'll find one that's close, all right? And it's not just going to be the subject or the title. It's going to be some other aspects to it, but that is going to be the leading one, okay? So make sure that that title is going to be exact, okay? Now, moving on. So that's like like rule number one, like have the title exactly how you want it to appear in search, okay? The other thing is, is your subheads in your article, in your writing of the article. Subheads, which is also called your H2 tag, your title is your H1 tag, all right? And then there's also other sub-subheads, which could be an H3 tag, and these are kind of SEO terms, but it's what it bases its decision off of. You want to have these titles or these subheads throughout that are related. Now, I don't put too much uh, research or even thought into, oh, I got to think about the best subheads. No, whatever you're talking about, it should be related anyway, but just make sure that those are bolded and they're also the H2, which is a subhead. All right. So that's another thing. And then we also want to link internally and externally. So if we already have blog content, I talked about the content tree. Well, if I have a piece of content and it's the pillar content, and then I have supporting posts that are around it, 
I can then link internally to each other or that main post. That also looks good to Google because they're like, oh, that piece of content resides there and there and it's all on their website. So their website must talk a lot about this, right? So it gives Google more knowledge and also that you're going to be providing more resources on that topic. Now, the other thing that's important is outbound links. So what we like to do is outbound link to either a study that you found, or maybe it's an authoritative site that gives really good information about your market. And what this does is it shows that you're a giver. You're also going to outbound link because you want to make sure that everyone is getting that's visiting your site, that's getting a really good information and you're outbound linking to other authoritative sites. Now, to make this super simple, if you're on WordPress, which I recommend that you are, you can just install a plugin, Yoast, okay? And Yoast, what that does is it will give you a checklist. It gives you some other things. These are the main things, but it gives you some other things and it will show you how to improve your post. So when you actually hit publish, it's going to have the best chances of ranking according to Yoast, okay? So again, that's Yoast and I will link that up in the show notes and you can find that by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 819. And uh, like I said, I'll link everything up there. Also, if you want to actually go through this step-by-step, the playbook is definitely going to be useful for you, all right? Head over to brandcreatorsbook.com, and you'll see a whole section there on how to write the content, but then how to optimize it and how to follow this exact process, all right? So that's what we want to do for SEO. Yoast is going to help us cross-check it, and then again, this is the exact formula to a T that we have used and we keep using over and over and over again. So don't overcomplicate it. Don't think you need a fancy, fancy tool. There's room down the road for that. Um, right now, us currently, we are using just the Uber Suggest. I am on the paid plan now, but for the most part, I don't need a lot of the paid stuff other than it gives me more history. It also allows me to track uh, different uh, websites. So this way here, I can see the ranking and the fluctuations and all of that stuff. Um, but there's a lot built into the free. So don't feel you have to get the paid. You can get by with the free for a, for a long time, actually. All right. So again, let's just kind of recap the three steps. Do the Google search with your keyword and let it, let it give you the answers. Okay. Let it give you the keyword data. All right. Number two, Start with questions, and the best way to do this is to use answer the public. Take your main keyword, bass fishing or deep sea fishing, whatever, and then let it fill in all of those prefixes and give you more ideas of questions, how-tos, and uh, also uh, different facts about you know your market, all right? And then number three, jump into Uber Suggest, and this way here, it will give you a little bit more intel, a little bit more data, but don't get stuck on the data, please. And if you want to get a little bit more strategic, you can follow the whole find, you know, sites that are ranking with a low authoritative site, 30 or less. Um, they are blogs or forums that are ranking and also uh, less than five backlinks is typically a good rule of thumb. But again, this is not set in stone. You can always, you know, you, you can always, you know, take this stuff and use a little bit of it. You don't have to use it all. But in the beginning, it's about getting started. It's about putting out that content. And this is a great way to find those long tail. But again, I'm just going to stress that. We want to make sure that we start with that long tail uh, type keyword. All right. And then this way here, we build on that. And then the last thing I'm going to leave you with is, you know, we can talk about this stuff, you know, 
all day, every day, but really it comes down to putting it into action, right? So you have a much greater chance of being found if you produce a piece of content versus researching that piece of content. So I'm a big fan of take a little bit of time, take your hour block, figure out those five pieces of content you're going to create and go create them. And then come back, learn a little bit more if you want, do another five. But you got to stay consistent. And I would say that if you could sign up in your own head to producing one piece of content every single week for the next year, that's 52 pieces of content, it's a pretty good chance you're going to learn some stuff. And there's a pretty good chance you're going to start ranking for keywords that are related to your market. All right. So guys, that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, one little reminder, show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 819. And also if you wanted a copy of the playbook, all you got to do is head over to brandcreatorsbook.com. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go get them.